0: This is Cultivating Indigenous Voices, a podcast sharing Indigenous history, topics, and community stories. Hosted and produced by Tina Andrew. Good day. This is your host, Tina, with special guests from the group Tucson Native Youth Council. This young collective is making a name for themselves as the media recently featured a story on their efforts to successfully temporarily change the verbiage in the Tucson Unified School District policy, which allowed Native American graduating students to wear traditional wear during the 2018 winter commencement. And aside from this recent success, the group was created to provide opportunities for Native youth living throughout the Tucson area. Now, before we move on, I'd like to give each guest a time to introduce themselves and a little bit about their background. So can you do that for the listeners?
1: Yeah. Um, my name is Lourdes Pereira. I'm a senior at Pueblo High School. Um, I'm Tucson Native Youth Council's female co-president, and I'm also uh, the the female president for the the Youth Council.
2: My name is Maddie Jeans, and I go to Pima Community College, and I graduated from Pueblo High School as well in May 2017. And I am the secretary of Tucson Native Youth Council.
3: My name is Steven Robles. I am a, a junior at Tucson High, and then I am also the male co-president for Tucson Native Youth Council. And then I am also a president for Tribal Image Youth Council within the school district.
0: Well, thank you all for being here today. I know um, there's a lot to talk about as we go on throughout this interview. So again, thanks. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in. So when and how did the Native uh, Tucson Native Youth Council come to be?
3: I would have to say a good year ago in October. Mm-hmm. That's when everything mostly started. But it was mostly like a vision and like a mission towards our sponsors really with the uh, Jolene and Lisa and I'm pretty sure possibly other people right or was just it just them? Just yeah. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they saw out to really make something great for the youth and make mm-hmm. uh, more opportunities for them and having them do uh, you know outstanding things within their community and all mm-hmm. that. And with that they especially uh they they live up to it and they, they're still mm-hmm. doing it every yeah. single day and all that and they're really inspiring us on what we're doing. And they definitely, you know, they push us towards what we do today, and oh. every single thing we do today, we most likely wouldn't have be, well, be here without them.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Jolene, um, is she actually works for um, Native American Student Services, mm-hmm. and so she's a part of Tribal Images. And mm-hmm. while, um, she noticed in the group when you're seniors, so she takes kids to Unity, of course, mm-hmm. um, and when you're a senior, you aren't able to attend Unity. That was mm. a recent rule that they created. Oh. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you know, this isn't fair. Mm-hmm. And so um, she wanted to create Tucson Native Youth Council for everyone who's graduated, people mm. who are, you know, in college, um, because she would see those those students, you know, kind of, th- like the group tribal images was very vital for those students. And then mm-hmm. for them to graduate, they didn't have anything else. So mm. then... Um, Jolene wanted to make Tucson Native Youth Council and cool. Lisa was a uh, very big help with that too and they both collaborated in Tucson Native Youth Council. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a
3: very great thing right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, when I I first heard of the group and it was probably about a year or maybe half a year ago, I thought it was really cool. You know, I think having more opportunity for Mm -hmm. indigenous youth, especially in urban areas, is very, Mm -hmm. very important. Mm -hmm. Uh, And our voice is very, very important in Chukshan. You know, I I know that there are a lot of people out there, the local um, tribes uh, sharing their stories and their histories, but I still feel like we we need to be more vocal and more involved. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys for um, willing to do those things. Of
1: course. Thank you. Thank
0: so you. next question, what are some fun stories or opportunities each of you have had while representing the group or as, as an individual?
1: I think a fun story I have with the group would be when we had a, um, we had like two days at um, Hashan and it was kind of like a, oh. what was it, like a getaway or it was like a? retreat it was a yeah, retreat oh, cool. and I learned how to make uh popovers and we just kind of had this brainstorming day of uh-huh. like what we want to do for future plans what can we do in our community and it was like everyone was working together and it was honestly it was really amazing and it was fun like we watched movies at night and like cool. we got to c- connect to each other more and I think that that for me was really
0: uh cool um, highlight yeah it was a highlight yeah. <laughs> oh, okay
3: well, it's hard to say for me to pick out something specifically because every, every moment that I get with the youth council is always, like, you know, wonderful for me. And mm-hmm. I just love being with them because they're like a second family. But, like, honestly, I, I can't pick a, just directly a single, like, moment mm-hmm. with them because everything yeah. always matters.
0: And so what are some examples?
1: Yes, we actually have a wellness hike. Um, cool. We do it once a month mm-hmm. up um, Tumamokh. And um, we usually pick a Sunday. It's usually on a Sunday, and we always post it on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, And we go as a group, and we walk up, and sometimes we tell stories, or Mm -hmm. we open it to, you know, anyone who wants to sing or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, tell any stories. And then, you know, we walk down together. We go up together, and we walk down together. Mm -hmm, Okay, Um, cool. Yeah, that's uh, something we do outside. Mm -hmm.
2: I think my highlight would be... um, Going to Unity by myself and going with these guys. Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) During my senior year because I had to raise my own money. I had a summer job to go. And uh, I got to hang out with these guys. Nice. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So, for the listeners that aren't too familiar with what Unity is, can you explain to them?
2: Um, Unity is a Native youth conference and it's um, for natives all over the world to come together and have leadership like mm. roles or learn leadership skills mm-hmm. they get together and just have a good time
0: awesome all right well thank you guys for sharing mm-hmm. now while raising the issue of allowing graduating students to wear their traditional and religious regalia can you share with the listeners why this is an important issue for you all
1: well um it's it's very important because we are Tucson Native Youth Council. Most of our members are, um, well, we're all from Tucson. <laughs> and the, the big district that is isn't here is Tucson, mm-hmm. um, TUSD, which is Tucson Unified School District. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it affects most of our members. Um, and that's kind of how it started, was we mm-hmm. realized um, Maddie was majorly affected by it. And that's where it started with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then we had an an open house for tucson native youth council Mm -hmm. last year in august Mm. and we um each of the officers it was like a it was like a icebreaker yeah it was like an icebreaker
2: to see what everyone saw issues Mm -hmm. that they wanted to change in the community and Mm -hmm. then we all had like um different topics so like wellness health I
1: had mm-hmm. education, yeah, mm. and, uh, and so um, I saw a big issue yeah. for most of the youth, um, they were saying, was that they had to hide their native regalia. You really? Know? They had to wow, put their shells so underneath crazy. their shirt or, yeah, give it, <coughs> hand it to a teacher, and, um, you know, they had to sneak it out, and it, it was, that's, it's yeah. just... I realized how big of an issue yeah. that was talking to mm-hmm. Ma- Maddie Pryor. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. I I was like, yeah, that's not right. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it didn't click until like I I saw all of oh, this native I youth see. in front of me saying like, no, this this isn't right. Like this yeah. is what we have to do. And yeah, that's where for I was sure. like, uh,
0: no. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want to share more about your experience?
2: Um, my senior year in high school, um, I had talked to Native Services prior about the idea of doing, beating the caps or having Uh our feathers or Uh wearing our regalia because that was something I was very curious about. I was kind of questioning, well, like, are we allowed to do this? Like, what can we do to do this? Uh Um, They basically said that they had asked um, in the past prior to USD to have their students... Be allowed to wear their regalia and other mm-hmm. adornments, mm-hmm. their sacred items, um, and they basically like um, straight out told them no and to never ask ever again.
0: Really? So, jeez,
2: that kind of set something off, I guess within me, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to change that m- for my senior year. And you know, I was in Tribal Images, um, which was the TSD Youth Council, so I had been in there for three years, I believe, and. I guess there was youth younger than me and I was really close to them all and they were like my family and I knew that um, I didn't want their siblings or mm-hmm. them to be able to mm-hmm. be denied like that. they yes. so Their right to wear their regalia.
0: Mm-hmm definitely and i think that you know most of us who've either graduated from like school on the res or mm-hmm. at, at other boarding schools or even the tribal colleges you know we we have that opportunity and to be to be denied that opportunity, I would probably feel the same way. And I'm glad that you're or you've stepped up and you're moving on this issue and you're making it public because it is something that does affect and it probably it has been affecting students throughout the past years. Um, but I'm glad that something is finally at least starting to happen. Did you want to add anything?
3: Mm, it was mostly just uh, Lulu and Maddie, and they're mm-hmm. definitely um great with this and they've been such great representatives for this too and for me you know i mostly helped out you know like the signatures and with mm-hmm. the petition at Tucson high but like i've had lots of teachers you know cool. asking lots of questions about really and, like, like, and they're like talk to me every day like oh i've seen what you've been doing and all that. i'm like mm-hmm. thank you and yeah all that. <laughs> yeah for sure it's our great representative in susan youth council
0: mm-hmm. yeah. awesome so um During the TUSD board meeting, um, what... So after the aftermath of, you know, the first Mm -hmm. meeting that you all had, um, and there was an upcoming to kind of see what the decision was about the new policy, um, what did that decision come to be? Or what is the update on it now?
2: Well, they said that um, (coughs) they would have to review the policy because there were still questions of how it was written. It was basically Mm. the same way. It Mm. just said that we still had to ask permission and we felt that as a community that we shouldn't have to ask anyone for our religious right to practice our Mm -hmm. native regalia and our sacred adornments or ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Because there was no
1: um, policy That stated like we are not allowed to wear our regalia in graduation Mm -hmm. they had to come up with a whole new policy that was like hey they can you know they can wear this it's cool Uh Um, and so the issue with that is when I went up to speak to the board Mm -hmm. I didn't ask for us to get permission I asked you know Mm -hmm. can we be able to wear our regalia 100% completely because that is our right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and when they showed us the the new policy that they wrote, the vocabulary was just mm. it, it wasn't what we wanted because yeah. mm-hmm. it said either a the the superintendent or basically a principal at a school had to look at a student and say yes or no. <coughs> mm-hmm. But that's not what we wanted because yeah. then it's, you have fifty it's the students. The same thing. Yeah, yeah, you have fifty it's students going to a principal. Hey, yeah. can I wear this? And it it doesn't work out. Um, Miss Grijalva was the one to bring it up during the meeting. And mm-hmm. she it, we were all thinking it. Yeah. And um, it was really awesome how she was the one to kind of step it up and be like, uh, yeah, no, we're not going to. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. If we're going to allow it, we're going to allow it 100%. Yes. So right now there's a 60-day window, mm-hmm. which the community can go check out the policy and mm-hmm. write any comments, um, okay. anything that they want about the policy.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And um, we will be s- ho- soon. Because the 60-day window can go over, Mm -hmm. um, they will basically tell us when it's okay. But Mm -hmm. they said before the May graduation, Mm -hmm. this policy will be done completely. Okay. So right now we're just waiting for the community to look at the policy Uh to change it up because we don't want that type of vocabulary for that policy.
0: And how are you pushing for that information to be accessible to the community? Do we have to, like, if we wanted to write comments on it, where would we find that document? Do we have to go to the school? Can we find it online?
1: It's open to the community online. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the TUSD. uh, They have their own Mm -hmm. website. Mm -hmm. And underneath policies, I'm I'm sure that it's there and you can... uh, write any comments or anything underneath. Mm-hmm. It's not somewhere you can go to a school or a building oh, okay. and write it. Okay. A, yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: So it's an online thing then yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I I would definitely um, suggest that of uh, making it, uh, maybe putting it out there where community members yeah. can easily mm-hmm. have access to it and and just, you know, yeah. be there to support because I definitely would like to do the same thing. Um And speaking of community, what has the community support looked like during this whole... Um, issue that has come up.
2: I feel like a lot of the youth um, uh, at Sanavir have been very aware and uh, mm-hmm. youth at Pascua as well have been aware of what has been going on and they've been sharing the information it and I mean passing it on and everything like uh-huh. that. What do you feel like, Lulu? I think <laughs> that there was the
1: community I think is really supportive. Just like what Stephen mm-hmm. said at his school, you had a lot of teachers asking. I know mm-hmm. with my school the mm-hmm. same thing. Um, a lot of people didn't know about this issue. Mm. So that was like a, a shock, like, oh, really? This is a problem? Like, we, we're still <laughs> yeah, there? Um, yeah. So yeah. a lot of people were just, they were questioning, which was great, because, you know, you want people to question it, you want people to ask, and mm-hmm. that's what I saw a lot of with yeah. my experience. And the night that the policy was going to, um, they were going to see if the policy was going to change or not, mm-hmm. um, There, we had, I think, a lot of college students show out, which was cool. awesome. I know that there's some Native youth that couldn't attend, and Mm -hmm. I know we all can't show out, so that's completely understandable, but just like Maddie said, um, we had really great, we had a lot of, um, we had a lot of the community sharing our Mm -hmm. flyer and um, just spreading the word, which was awesome, so Mm -hmm. I think the community was, uh, they were great, fantastic.
0: that's good, that's always good. All right. Well, thank you guys for sharing. I know that was an important topic and I really wanted to um, get it out there uh, for community members in the Chukchun area to have a better understanding of, of some of the issues that are, um, that do affect the uh, indigenous communities here. So, uh, what are some cultural events that you've recently participated in?
3: Yeah, the Dona <laughs> Camp uh, Youth Council <clears throat> that, that happened uh, last week,
0: I believe on... I can't in In is that the one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: It was last weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah.
0: Must have been cold <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> it was um it's the Autumn Camp. Oh, okay. So, they oh, okay. w- it was open to any autumn, but also um just I think it was just a camp for all youth mm, because mm-hmm. Stephen
3: the youth council hosted it too. Yeah, the, the
1: uh, Autumn Youth Council hosted it. Mm-hmm. And, and They were yeah.
3: great, honestly. They really accepted everyone mm-hmm. and nice. it, they made it such a great event too and a good camp and great experience for every mm-hmm. youth there, and mm-hmm. especially us, you know, going there and like, oh, what are we doing? <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. we only knew so many people, but, uh. like, we, we helped out, and we played a bunch of games with mm-hmm. them, and everything was just absolutely perfect. And nice. I, I wish I it lasted longer and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we made really good connections with them, and I hope that, you know, we could do more stuff with them, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: That was um, for, I think, for here in Tucson, this urban area when, um, so I'm Hichiratam mm-hmm. and I lived in Tucson all my life so uh. it's, when when I get this opportunity to go and, and learn more about, you know, my culture as an you know, as mm-hmm. Um I got to play Dhaka for the first time. I've oh, always seen it, you know. That's awesome. I've always seen it, and I'm just like, dang, I don't think, you know, like, I could ever, and like that, during that camp, I was able to get that opportunity, and it learned more about, you know, our um, shells and, mm-hmm. and all of our, our meanings and the, sh- uh, the storytelling we had cause, yeah. um, at night. And it was it was honestly just nice to <laughs> be more connected, I think, cool. to, to my um, dog. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was... It was a great opportunity um, for us, mm-hmm. and then we got to meet more people, connect more, because I think it's really important that the Native youth in urban areas connect more to the youth, you know, all around with all the um, youth on the reservations. Uh, the, every other youth council, it's really important that we connect so that mm-hmm. we keep this connection, you know, um, with each other, and yes. there's, no, there's no separation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think.
0: That is awesome. Uh so, uh, what do you enjoy most about being involved in this group? The people that im that I work with they're just mm-hmm.
3: outstanding, and Aww. you know you know first seeing the mission from like you know our sponsors and advisors, you know cool. you know starting another youth council, but like you know going more further every day and you know working with these people and seeing what we're doing is just outstanding, and you know mm-hmm. continuing on what you know what I do as an individual. Things like this that I do, that I represent for, really pushes me out to do even better things. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for these youth councils, I I know for a fact I wouldn't have been been here. Because you know, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for uh, Jolene, mm-hmm. that you know that really like put me in Tribal Images, mm-hmm. I I would be you know you know the guy in the corner all quiet and all mm-hmm. that. But you know ever <laughs> since ever since she got me in the youth councils, you know everything's changed for me. And cool. I'm more outgoing. You know teachers. You know. Doing all these programs at the U of A and all that, and you know, being you know a good representative for younger youth and all that, because like whenever they have questions about anything for like the youth council programs that I've been in, Mm -hmm. I can just go on like a whole story, basically telling them about everything. And this youth council has been you know a huge impact on me for every little thing, and I just appreciate every single thing about it and all the people that I meet. Mm
2: -hmm. I love learning from each other. I guess learning different things from each tribe cuz we're we're in a tribal our group mm-hmm. is in a tribal so we get to learn a lot from each other. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say
1: completely <laughs> the same with Maddie and uh Steven just meeting new people, getting this opportunity um going to Unity and and doing all these conferences that cuz we went to the Gila River cool. um leadership conference. This mm-hmm. la- it was last year. Um we we attend so much, we help our community and it's it's been an honor I think to really meet everyone we meet and mm-hmm. um yeah just learning from each other and uh, learning different traditions within cool. uh different tribes is, is an op- is an awesome opportunity but also you know to because obviously we're not we didn't grow up on the reservation you know we are in this urban area and there's so many issues and we have to kind of I think balance the too because sometimes we don't feel like we fit in mm-hmm. mostly in urban areas because mm-hmm. we're looked over so much in our society I feel like this group really, it gives you so much that I can't even express, because mm-hmm. we're all kind of going through the same thing, mm-hmm. and we're there for one another, and it is, it is like a family, and everyone in it is so amazing, and we learn from each other, and I, everything about this group. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I think that it's very important for you all to collaborate to uplift each other mm-hmm. um, and to, you know, support each other, really, mm-hmm. as as young natives, I, I think, you know, having this kind of cohort really helps you to have a better understanding and helps you to grow as an individual. Um, and even for myself, being here in this urban area, um Meeting new people, I think having a voice or being involved in the community one way or another, whatever way that is, I think it's a good thing because the more people um, learn from each other, um, the more um, the more we have to share as far as being not just a voice for your own um, tribal community, but if you learn from other tribal communities, you can... Be a voice if you need it to for for there as well. Being one um, in all that too, so mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank you, all thank right, you. last question: What is next on the group's agenda for the new year?
2: I believe it would be going to unity again this year. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we've
1: um, come up with multiple ideas. We're still brainstorming, but also uh-huh. we one thing that we would really we're really wanting to happen is the tusa native youth conference it's gonna oh, we want it to be for a day and we would like mm-hmm. to invite um different youth councils to come down and for nice. one day we can just have uh, this conference uh, to host this conference um that's on our agenda but also obviously um multiple things we're still mm-hmm. collaborating since it is a new year no, and yeah. we haven't had our meeting <laughs> yet for this year so <clears throat> it's um we have a lot of things in storage i mm-hmm. think for this year for sure
0: awesome well, uh, good luck to you all on your journey through this new year and and for the time that you are part of this awesome group. And uh, thank you again for coming out and sharing your story and sharing a little bit of the background. I really appreciate that. And I look forward to seeing um, more of the work that you guys are going to be doing here in Tucson.
1: Thank you so Thank much. Thank
0: you. Uh, so last but not least, do you guys want to share uh, any shout-outs to anyone out there? Here's your uh, opportunity and time to do that.
1: <laughs>
0: Shout-out to Firebed Boys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my. Um, Shout-out to my parents. Shout-out to Christina Andrews, Patrick Andrews, um, for helping me and always being there for me, for Alfonso Pereira and Te Soto for supporting me always.
2: Shout-out to everyone who's helped us with yes. the... This little movement that we did. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you so much for all, all the speakers. Yes,
1: all the students that came out to speak and everyone, all the the parent committee that was there and everyone who um, gave us letters of support and also all the students that helped sign our our mini petition. <laughs> cool. For this.
3: Yeah. Uh, a shout out to our <laughs> sponsors, especially yes. you know for pushing us out there. Shout out to Lisa,
1: Jolene, yeah. Joni. All them. Yes, you all are amazing.
3: If it wasn't for them. Then. We wouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> truly.
1: And also, um, Tucson Native Youth Council, we meet bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and our meetings are from 630 to 8 at Hashan Leadership School. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone out there who's
0: interested. And you guys have, uh, what's a way of getting in contact with your group?
1: Uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm.
0: We okay. have a Facebook
1: page tucson native youth council
0: all right right, well thank you all for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this uh, special episode featuring the tucson native youth council and thank you for listening to cultivating indigenous voices with your host tina andrew